Happy holidays. Welcome to the Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Bastards podcast for the week of December 29, 2011. It's episode 132. I'm Chris Bevelo, president of Interval, the healthcare agency that puts on the podcast. With me in holiday spirit are... And flesh. Holiday flesh. In persona. Jackie Ritaco, account coordinator at Interval. And uh, Adam Meyer, creative director at Interval. Happy holidays. Hi. (laughs) Happy holidays. We're in that awesome week between the holidays. We're not yet. We're not. But you are. We are. The podcast is. Yes. Mm -hmm. We shall live in the podcast. We're all just kind of hanging out. Yep. We're hanging out. Rubbing our... What? Christmas stuffed Buddhas. <laughs> Rubbing what? Our Christmas st- food stuffed Buddhas. You just crossed religious streams. <laughs> Lightning's going to strike you or you're going to have like universal Zen. Gosh, I can't even streams. finish a sentence. I start with rubbing and you guys are already. <laughs> no, you said Christmas Buddhas. Yes. You're mixing Buddhism and Christianity. Oh, nah. I'm talking about like stuff. You could never Buddha. run for the Republican nomination. That's okay. <laughs> I think I'm over it. When someone asks if you're a god, you say yes. What is that from? Oh, come on. No, I really don't remember. I'm drawing a blank. You just referred to crossing the streams. That should answer the question right there. Crossing the streams is is space balls. (laughs) Crossing the streams is Ghostbusters. Oh, it's Ghostbusters. (laughs) That's right. All right. I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. Now I remember. Combing the desert, sir. We're going to have Jeez. to provide a link to Spaceballs now. <laughs> Jackie, have you ever seen Spaceballs? No. Oh, my oh. God. I was just going to say, if you haven't seen Spaceballs, shame on you. So, Jackie, yeah. shame on you. Yeah, there's a few I need to catch now up I know on what I'm to getting catch you. up with Now you I know too. what I'm getting you for Christmas. Speaking of Star Wars knockoffs, I was, I was reminded multiple times in the past week that there was a Star Wars Christmas special, which now I'm dying what? to see. And it was done like 1978. Oh. A TV special. Oh. Now that sounds uh, interesting. And I've seen it on social media, posted a couple times, and it's just supposed to be like the worst thing ever. <laughs> Carrie <laughs> Fisher like, like sings it. this Princess Leia. and What? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have Boy. to, maybe we can find a link to that. I don't Is know she if wearing a Slave Leia outfit? No, this was pre- Pre-Return of the Jedi. Oh, that was Empire Strikes Back. Pre-Empire Strikes Back, right, yeah. These podcast show notes are already like seven minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> not even started. We need to find a link to the picture of Princess Leia and her- Slave Leia and her outfit. slave outfit. That's a very popular. If you go to like Comic Con, you know where people do the whole cosplay yeah. thing, dressing up. That's oh, like one I'm of the sure. most popular ones that you see. Picture. I'm of. sure nobody people can, dressing up like Slave Leia. No one can meet that standard. Yeah, you see, like you see a handful Leia. that pulled off well, then you see a handful that should not be wearing Slave Leia. This should be. Yeah, I, there's so many things that just popped in my mind. I'm so happy they did not. <laughs> continue down back to christmas okay so yes back to christmas even though it's past christmas it's still we're still in the holiday spirit Mm -hmm. even though the beginning of the new year will usher in the end of the world we should still celebrate this year oh it's 2012 isn't it yep so it's gonna be much like the john cusack movie that movie sucked that was such a bad movie i enjoy watching that movie you enjoy watching i enjoy watching it just because it's pure eye candy well the problem with 2012 it's like nonstop climax I mean, who doesn't know oh, that, could, that could go a lot of ways? I mean, seriously. The See, movie, and you've got a problem with this? <laughs> <laughs> the 
the movie starts. What is happening? It, do, it like doesn't stop. You need a movie that right. kind of has some like lulls in it. There's some lulls. There's there some lulls no where lulls. then the plane flying over the Pacific. When and, was this and out? And the Did meteors are out? smashing down at like last year. It's it's oh. one of those films that they are constantly escaping death by the skin of their teeth. Right. Like not like every. 10, Ten seconds minutes, they're yeah. escaping, and then as soon as they've escaped that one, the next one starts that yeah. they escape, basically. So it's but like, it's cool oh. to watch. It's eye candy. I'll give you that. Yeah. But it's just so ridiculously ridiculous. I think you guys were talking about the movie that's coming out called New Year's Eve. Is that or like a New Year's. chick flick? What's that? Yeah. There's like everyone and their moms in it, celebrity-wise. Oh, oh yes, so yes, yes. So it might mean the end of the world. Who's in it? It's got, <laughs> it's got uh, Leah Michelle from Glee, right? She's one of the people in it, and... There's the dude from Vegas who's mm-hmm. married to Fergie's in it. Oh, Josh Dumel. Yeah. Fergie's yeah. married? Yeah. It's oh. Josh Fergalicious? Fergalicious. <laughs> Didn't she yak at the State Fair in Minnesota? <laughs> she did her concert, then she went down the big slide on the potato sack, and she got to the bottom and she just puked everywhere. Dude, I think this was a dream you had. <laughs> no, I, I do not dream about <laughs> Fergie yacking at the State Fair. You dreamt per- that last I'm night. pretty sure this happened. <laughs> Going All down right. the giant side in a potato sack. <laughs> We're having way too much fun. But that's, we, we've got healthcare marketing stuff. But it's fun. Believe right? it or not, folks. It's fun. And then we're going to get to pure fun. There's we're going to get to our, one of healthcare. the most popular podcast items we hear from the audience is the Zeitgeist Review. Yes. We're going to do that this episode. But first, from our friend and colleague, Dan Dunlop, he had an awesome post What Healthcare Marketers Can Learn from Rudolph. So I'm guessing a lot of the people in the audience saw this post. But it's definitely worth repeating, so we'll provide a link to it. But he's got like five ways in which Rudolph uh, is is similar to healthcare marketers, or you can learn from it. So the first one is sometimes you aren't appreciated until there's a crisis. It might take a winter storm for your leadership to recognize your value and the value of the communication tools you've built. Remember Rudolph? Watch that every year. The one, oh, like the one that was kind of the like stop motion one? animation. Oh, yeah, I've got. That's by still the way, really good though. Last year, I got for my kids a series of all of those. So, like Frosty's New Year, Rudolph's New Year, all those awesome like heat miser ones. Got them all. Got a marathon brewing. Oh, we already had the marathon. <laughs> awesome. Sorry, I forgot we're in. The what future. is um? That was a little. That was now that I watch it again, it seems a little freaky by today's standards, though. Like the abominable snowman. Oh yeah, he's kind of creepy. He's a little scary. He's scary. He scared yeah. me as a kid. I definitely just, as a kid too. Yeah, it just brings back so many memories. Though it's awesome. Yep. Did, you, did you watch did you, the Charlie Brown Christmas? Was like the annual thing that we used to always have on. We watched that the week before Christmas. Well, and I forced my fourteen-year-old son to watch it. <laughs> that it was National like, Lampoons. I haven't seen that. Oh, oh, watch we already it. discussed Charlie this. Brown and that's yeah. like, really boring. That's like a crime against Charlie humanity. Brown is, you haven't seen it. Yeah, you're right. Charlie Brown is super boring. You're right. It's super deep. I read a story about how <laughs> that when that when that came out, they had no like they just. Some guy pitched it to CBS, and CBS was like, yeah, sounds great. So he went to Charles Schultz and said, I just pitched, our, pitched a show with the Peanuts. And so they created this thing, and it, you know, it had like Linus has the biblical reference in it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And CBS like freaked out and was like, you can't, you can't do that. You can't have that in here. And so they, they like pulled all the advertising, didn't promote it. At least I think I remember this, this story right. Um, cause they just wanted to like go away. Right. But they had to run it cause they didn't have anything else to, to slot in there <laughs> and they put it in there and it was like a instant hit and they got all of these people going, thank you for reminding us what Christmas is really about. And I never heard that story. Yeah. It just shows you like the suits are, the suits up. are, yeah. You know what would be great? A, a cartoon like that from who knows what, I don't even care. Maybe it's the peanuts again, but that some, one of the kids is like 
Jewish and it's Hanukkah. And he says something about that. Cause you know what? I know very little about Hanukkah and that'd be kind of an interesting thing to learn. People need to get the hell over this uptightness over religion and just be a little more accepting and open and tolerant of people talking about their own beliefs and not being offended by it. Well, and kids aren't <clears throat> offended by it. So, I mean, that's kind of the, it, it goes both ways, right? You get people that are offended well, yeah. because it's not their faith. Anything that's kids not their faith that all of a sudden gets promoted, right. quote unquote promoted is just offensive to them. But then you get people that are like up in arms about the, the de Christmasification and you know, like it's yeah, the it's end about, of the yeah, world. It's the same, kind like, of the same thing. That's also too extreme. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's like, like people get upset if you say happy holidays. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, well, that's, well, that's, like, that's a little extreme. I always thought that was safe. That, well, that's stupid. But no, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's stupid and just the opposite end of right, the spectrum. Right. Just like it's stupid right. to get mad about somebody saying, saying Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas or whatever. Or yeah. Happy Hanukkah or whatever. I mean, who the hell gets... What? what? Who gets mad at that? Shut up. <laughs> Uh-oh, we're on fire today. All right, number two. It's important to have friends. Although Rudolph wanted to be independent, he couldn't have achieved prominence without the help of his buddies, Yukon, Cornelius, and Hermie. Today, healthcare marketers have an unprecedented opportunity to network with colleagues and thought leaders around the world via social media. Who's Cornelius? Cornelius, Yukon Cornelius. Oh, it's the, the little guy boy in, the... in it, right? Oh. No. Oh. He was the he was the prospector with the big beard. Yeah. Oh, that guy was mush, awesome. Mush, mush. <laughs> That's oh, right. I do remember him now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you said all those names, and I'm like, those reindeer? Who the hell were those? And then I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Hermes, the dentist, the boy who wants to be a dentist. Okay. The elf, I'm sorry. Hermie. Hermie. <laughs> My best friend looks like Hermes, so we call him that all the time. <laughs> Number three, it's okay to be unique. All the other reindeers used to laugh and call them names. They wouldn't let Rudolph play in any reindeer games. Let's face it, the little rain, reindeer was ostracized. But he eventually learned to embrace his difference. It became an asset and a true point of differentiation. Has your organization worked to define and mark unique points of differentiation? Huh? That's a good lesson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Yeah, definitely. Kind of goes back to the whole... <clears throat> line we had we had we had the chance to work a little bit with uh author steve krug recently on a project and he had a nice quote that if anybody can use your tagline it's a failure so, i know we have arguments over that though. yeah but it's i, I think in spirit it's a good <laughs> you should be thinking about it on that if anybody level. can if anybody can actually live your tagline then it's useless right but that comes back to being you know identifying how you're unique in what way and that right. being what you talk about in your messaging yep Four, for people to care, you have to establish relevance. Oh, this is our fa- Oh, look, you see, I'm even in this post. Oh, I, I should have read that. this before. Did you know that? <laughs> no, I was just kind of browsing through it. Well, that was now cute. Yeah, it's just seemed like that was all a, like a, a big sham. Oh, hey, there Oh, you. well, look at that. As soon as I saw relevance, I'm like, hey, it's Joe Public. And then he says it down further. Wow, thanks, Dan. I can't believe Well, at least I, I retweeted this post because I saw the first couple and I'm like, oh, this is great. And then I never finished it. I saw the relevance thing, but I didn't see your name. Poor Rudolph had to learn the hard way that Santa is somewhat narcissistic and only came to appreciate Rudolph once he saw a use for the marvelous nose. Until that time, Rudolph was simply an embarrassment. <laughs> this brings to mind my friend Chris Bevelo's awesome book titled Joe Public Doesn't Care About Your Hospital. Chris is absolutely right. The public only takes notice when we find ways to make our institutions relevant to their lives. As Chris points out, most old school marketing tactics just don't get the job done. Wow. Thanks, Dan. Now I feel even better. With the, the holiday audi- spirit, we're all sharing. <laughs> the audience is going to be like, like he didn't know that. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> that was a genuine surprise. Five, no matter how long your organization has been doing things the same old way, change is always a possibility. Just look at Santa. How long had Santa been delivering toys to children around the world before he discovered a new way to fight the winter storm and thick fog? <clears throat> 
and look at the abominable snow monster. See, and I think it was snow monster. Was it? Yeah. It's After no, years it's of no being person now to be politically correct. <laughs> After years of being a bad guy, he was reformed to find a new job working in Santa's workshop. If Santa and the Bonneville can change, so can your CEO. <laughs> they, look, awesome. they look much yeah. alike. What's that? They look much alike. They Old, do. fat, white men. Not generalize or anything. <laughs> Adam's on fire. We're going to have to put the Adam filter in place. Put the cone of, cone of cone silence of down. Can, in case can that be it. the show title? CEOs are like abominable snowmen. <laughs> the abominable snowmen, snowmen is, fat white men. they're more like Yukon Cornelius, if you're using a stereotype of the typical executive leader. Not Hermie? Not Hermie. No. I mean, Hermie was probably gay, so you start with that. <laughs> he probably was. I mean, people get all upset. Like, they think Elmo is gay. They think Bert and Ernie. Ernie, Ernie and Bert were gay. I bet Hermie was gay. Barney. Who cares if they're gay? No, that's what my point is. No, we'll I go know. back and I watch know. the show. I can say that. My brother's gay. He would support that. He thinks Elmo's gay, too? Well, most of the people who get offended by the use of the word are people who are not gay. People, there, would be, there will be somebody who writes in and says, how dare you infer that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had homosexual overtones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we want to get to the zeitgeist. Well, he always rode in front. Now, we are just like politically on the edge here. I know we are. What the heck? We're either going to lose a bunch of people or gain a bunch of people. <laughs> or be All shut right. down. So every year we look at Google zeitgeist at the end of the year and just kind of riff on it. And sometimes we riff for a long time. How are we doing, Adam? We're good. Okay. So we won't go on for like 45 minutes because I think in the past we've, we definitely we've lost 15, a lot of people on the zeitgeist. What's that? We've got about 15 minutes. Okay. So, so if you go to Google zeitgeist.com, which I won't spell, but you can figure out, uh, <laughs> what we did was we d- drilled down to just the U.S. Because when you go global, you get some things in there that, you know, like, Chinese words you can't even read. And since we all live in the U.S., or we're assuming our audience is in the U.S., we're trying to keep things relevant, as Dan said. Let's apologize to all of our non-U.S. listeners right right now. Right, you're Canadians. (laughs) referring that you are irrelevant. Right, you're not irrelevant. (laughs) But we just don't don't know enough to be able to talk about what's going on in your neck of the woods, too. In in the words of Al Roker. (laughs) So, So the first one, when you go in there, is the fastest rising. So basically, the zeitgeist shows you what are the fastest rising search terms of 2011. And I don't really know how to define fastest rising, but who cares? I'm sure it's scientific, and you don't need to get into how they actually determine that. But um, so... And this is a year-end summary of what became this is a year end summary over the year. Yes, it's a year-end summary. So number one is... And what's funny is to go through these and find out how irrelevant you actually are as a person, because uh, one, two, three, three of the 10, I don't have no idea. So starting with Rebecca Black. I know all of them. Yeah, I know. You didn't know Rebecca Black. She, well, once you did. She said that yeah. she sang that stupid well, yeah, Friday but, song. Ooh, bleep. <laughs> <laughs> then we're talking about, of course, the, the songstress who penned and sang Friday. Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Monday Everybody's looking for yeah, weekend, something. weekend. Stephen Colbert sang that on Jimmy Fallon. Did you see that? That was pretty good. He lost a bet and had to come on and sing it on the show. It's not that bad of a song. I mean, it's not good, but it's not like it right. makes it, you rip it, your head off. It wasn't off. worthy it makes of me rip being one of the most hated videos on YouTube. But the, level the number one viewed video on YouTube. Right. Yeah. 
God, I wonder but I wouldn't have known her name until you told me that. So that's one of the three for me. Two is Google Plus, which I find I'm a conspiracy nut on this one. How fascinating that Google has their own service as the second. I mean, I'm sure it made oh. enforce it. Are you, are you looking at overall, like for the entire world right now? I'm looking at down? United States United overall States. fastest rising. Google Plus is number two. Uh, that's like a okay, masturbatory okay. search I was still result. at the top level. <laughs> And I started chuckling because the fastest rising in image search was for planking. Why, why are you jumping around? Stay I'm sorry. With us. I was just. I, <laughs> I know. I don't even know what that means A and B. No, I'm confused. Planking is how you. Oh no, planking. I confused planking with. Um, <laughs> should I should I plank right now? Can you get a picture of me planking? We could put it in the in the show notes. Uh, I'd have to go get I'll my camera. I'll plank for Jackie so she well, can see. We do it after is. the show. Is that when you get okay. down on the floor and like put your? You lay flat. You get on, you, not necessarily on the floor though. You right. could go like you could climb up to the top of a statue and like try to lay stiff as a board flat on top really? of it and balance yourself. It's called planking. You just go somewhere on something and lay sport? stiff as a board. Yeah, kind of. I guess. I mean, it's not nearly as impressive. This just as, shows like, how. Power, are we but, going? This is just here? a huge generational gap because I confuse planking with fracking. <laughs> fracking. I think it's fracking. I could be wrong. Fracking is the. Is that a Muppet term? No, it's the it's the growing means for getting natural gas out of the ground, which is going to turn the United States into the world's leading producer of natural gas, which is a huge deal. Huh. It'd be like finding a new way to get oil, and all of a sudden we're the world's oil producer. That's that's what it's doing for natural gas. It's wow. huge. And so when I hear that, I you know I'm thinking I'm reading like business magazines, and <laughs> reading about natural <laughs> gas and industry, and planking is new to me as of. Like two days ago. Well, at least you, you, but you knew about it before today, so that's good. But yeah, but it's not on the list, so it's not one of my. I thought you said fragging at Annie first. Who we digress. <laughs> Three is Fraggle Hurricane Rock. Irene. Now, which one was that? Was that the one that they thought was going to like flood Manhattan? Probably. Yeah. I think so. Why is that rising though? Well, it was it was big at the beginning of the year because that's when it happened, right? Uh, no, I don't remember like when it hit. Yeah, I thought it was earlier in the year. We don't know what rising. I, mean, I don't means. even know what hur- what hurricane season is. Rising just means. I, I think rising means like how much it leapt from the beginning to the end compared to other things. Like there'll be some right. things that are always at the top, right? But they're not really moving a lot. These had huge leaps, right? Okay. And I'm not sure over what period that's measured. It's, it's, I think it's 2011. I think it's the whole of the year. entire year. Yeah, okay. I think so. But whatever. Uh, four. Here's the second one I've never heard of. Pin interest. Pinterest. Pinterest. <laughs> which, which we'll get to another one where I mispronounce. I think which, I it's, about it's a pretty it. cool service. What's Jack, it called? Jackie, Pinterest? are you using it? I, no, I've been sent a um, link to check it out, but okay. it's basically, well, you can probably explain it better than I have. I kid. Yeah. Well, it's a social networking service, but it's like, it's like delicious, which I've tried to get you guys to get onto using. So it went out of business. <clears throat> it got, you know, just somebody else bought it. I thought from it went Yahoo. out. They're not doing uh-uh. it anymore. No, it's still there. I still use it every day. Um, <laughs> But Pinterest is Annie like who? that, but rather than just being like a uh, kind of straightforward bookmarking service like like Delicious and some other services, it's all about like kind of pinning photos of things that you found online. Isn't it know, kind of more craft oriented? Along with, or? well, it can be. I think there's there's probably That's a large following of people who use it for that kind of thing. But like I've I've used it a little bit to keep track of like some camera gear and stuff that I wanted to pick up. Okay. And, um, but it's just interesting because now you look at your pin board, basically your your. I think that's what they refer to it as. And you can see this board of all these images of the things that you've marked rather than like some list of links to somewhere, which is basically what it, it's a visual list of links to things. That's so cool. Yeah. So if you, you maybe you wanted to make like a, 
excuse me, a shopping list or like a gift list or something for people they, so they knew what they wanted to get? Or you had like a craft you were working on and you wanted a pin mark or a pin bookmark. Pin, I guess, is probably just the word they use. A bunch of stuff. That's what it's for. So it's, it's, a, it's a cool service. And then there's the social networking component is that you can follow people and see what they're pinning and comment on it and share, repin their things. And so I like the, I like the base purpose of it. The social media purpose of it loses me, but I think we've had that conversation like a hundred times for other things. So we don't need to revisit <clears throat> that. Mm-hmm. Five is another person that I've never heard of until we described, discussed it before the show, Ryan Dunn, which he was a member of the Jackass crew, which I like Jackass and I've watched Jackass, which shows again. Jackass show. is the kind of show that I'm either like laughing hysterically or I literally have to turn it because I can't yeah. bear to watch what they're doing. I they haven't watched the show. I watched the movies. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, no, they were playing it and I was in a bar the other day and they were <laughs> weird and they were playing. <laughs> I don't believe it. Shocker. <laughs> and they were playing like Jackass reruns and I like literally had to turn my like back against it because we were like eating and drinking. I mean, the movies you can want to watch that stuff Yeah, and the movies can be worse because they're like not censored necessarily. Right. They are to an extent and then until you get the DVD and then it's like the unedited version and you're like, good God. See, my first experience with Jackass was flipping through the channels. I probably told the story before just one night trying to find something to watch and the movie was on on HBO but I didn't I didn't know what it was. So I flipped it and it shows like a room and the camera's like in the ceiling looking down and there's a ceiling fan right in front of you. <laughs> I love that scene. And, and it's, and yeah, I know. And, and it's like this empty room with the ceiling fan. And I'm so like, random. it just caught me. I'm like, what's that? And all of a sudden a guy comes running in from the opposite side, jumps on a trampoline, it <laughs> goes right up into the fan. And so you're not expecting yeah. that at all. So literally I just see this like empty room. All of a sudden it's like, and I just, and it's like, that is so, not so hard. I'm like, what yeah, was yeah. that? Yeah. And it's like literally not even like one of the skits in the whole thing because they're like lo- they're like longer. It was segments. just a random. Like, and then they insert these little clips in between the skits, and that was one of them. But it's like the one that stands out to me too because I was laughing so damn hard after yeah. I saw it. He just jumps what? up on a trampoline right into the ceiling fan as it's going, <laughs> and it, it makes the sound that you would think it what? would make. It's really well, funny. Yeah, the, the question is why, of course. Why is inflicting bodily harm on yourself? Like, I don't know. how is that show worthy? <laughs> but that's but it was funny. Mood. It got my attention. I watched. I watched. Not only did I watch the rest of the movie, I went back later and watched the whole thing. <laughs> well, and it never surprises me when I hear that these jackass members die. I don't know how this guy died. But... He just died in a car accident. I don't know what the circumstances were, but yeah. it wasn't in a stunt. I no. don't think. So they, anyway, that was they why have, he's in there. I mean, I they have professionals on the scene too. To well, that's reassuring. <laughs> How about and, and some of these guys? Some of them, I think, actually have like stunt person training to a degree. So, did you hear what happened with um, MythBusters? My kids watch that. They oh, I love it. MythBusters. They, they shot, shot a cannonball cannon into a neighborhood, and they're like super. They always have like official government police people. Yeah, they're like on all that. Yeah, they're like in secluded areas right, right. and like fire. They shot ranges. a cannonball that missed the target and bounced really high and, and went into somebody's kitchen, like smashed <laughs> through their house, something like that. Yeah, yeah. All right, so six is interesting because it's a non-existent thing. iPhone five. I'm not really surprised. Well, about it that, exists, though. but it's just not called the iPhone five. Well, but it's a non-existent. The there's nothing. There's be. no. As right, far yeah, as we it, know, there's no device called yep, the iPhone five. Yep. But that just goes to show the power of media hype. In in terms of you know they're c- right. calling something something, and then everybody is like, oh, it's going to be. And the obsession with the iPhone. Seven is Casey Anthony. Let's just leave that one at that. Yeah. Eight is, as I like to call her, Adelaide. <laughs> Adelaide and pin interest. <laughs> I bet Adelaide uses pin interest. She probably does. She's good. Ad- Adele's good. Oh, yeah, Adele. she's phenomenal. Adele. 
Uh, nine is Osama bin Laden. That's that's kind of interesting. Understandable. Yep. And ten is Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. Which is also interesting. Yeah. So those are the fastest rising search terms. So let's take a second to look at the fasting, fastest falling. So <laughs> one is 2010 calendar. Well, I wonder why that would be. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody's searching for 2010 calendar, 2010 and 11, they're not. That's really interesting, don't you think? I don't well, know what it says. Funny. It's funny. They should almost just like not put that on there. Two is myspace.com. Shocker. Yeah. Three is Mebo. Now, what's that's probably some other social media nonsense, right? Yeah, I think it's actually. A, <clears throat> I don't know what that is. It's yeah, it's like a service that kind of combines, I, as far as I know, like your chat channels and that kind of thing. Like if you got the Mebo app on your iPhone, it allows you to communicate with people who are on various chat platforms, like uh, AI, uh, AOL's Instant Messenger and Jabber, which I think is Google's and other ones. Okay. Well, number four is interesting. Four, MapQuest driving directions. Ouch. What does that mean? MapQuest is going the way of MySpace. It means MapQuest is dying. Oh. I mean, I don't know anybody uses MapQuest. It's all Google Maps. Mm-hmm. I used to keep MapQuest on my phone for when Google Maps failed me, because usually MapQuest wouldn't, um, but I've deleted it. I haven't yeah. used it in so long. Uh, five is FIFA. <clears throat> Which is the Federation of International Football or something like that. It's the soccer. And there's a lot of controversy because they picked like some teeny little um, Mideastern country or African country. I don't even know which one it is to be the host of the next World Cup. And, you know, basically everybody assumes they just got a ton of money. Like the people, like the, it's like the Olympic Committee when they pick mm-hmm. theoretically, you're not supposed to get anything for that. You're not supposed to be able to bribe right, them. Well, the right. FIFA people are so corrupt that that's why that's in there. And it must have gone down because it was a big controversy in 2010 and dropped or something. I if know. I have to listen to Vuvuzelas again, I'm going to smash <laughs> We should bring in our own Vuvuzelas for our show. Six is LimeWire. Interesting. Yeah, that's interesting that, that as fast as falling, though. What is that? It's is it a, still used? I know. That's, what, that's, that's exactly what I was thinking. It's basically like um, Napster was or Kazaa yeah. was. It's It's for sharing file sharing so typically in college yeah downloading music movies that kind of thing well, maybe maybe you got bought out or something i think i think well i think what we're seeing is just now that we can finally buy this stuff through legitimate means and it's easy to do yeah it's just not there's really less of a reason to to pirate it now it's like it also goes to show that people are willing to pay for this stuff so it's yeah. like just make it available and quit trying to be a Bastards. Bastards about <laughs> about, about uh, like the, the whole, you know, the DRM and all this crap that I mean it's you know, people it this just goes to show people will pay for it. I pay for it. I would rather buy the stuff and support I things never that pay I like. For it. <laughs> Sorry. I would you rather I would rather too. support the things that I like <laughs> oh, than uh nope. than than download things illegally. And I think this goes to show that that not uh, I'm not the only one. Or they got bought out. I don't think they got bought out. <laughs> Seven, Inception. That's just because it wasn't a big movie in 2011. It was 2010. I know, but couldn't there have been a lot of movies on this list? That, that was weird. just a big one. Eight is Sears.com. That, see, the thing is, these must have been big at some point, or hmm. they just fell off the map. I don't know why that. Weird. It's interesting that people would search for Sears.com and not just type in Sears.com. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm trying to find Sears.com, so I'm going to type in Sears.com to Google. <laughs> Nine. A lot of people use Google. They type URLs right into it. Nine eighteen t wireless. That's interesting. I don't know why that would be a big drop. I suppose if it's people logging into their accounts or whatever. I don't know. Ten is lost. The show. The Ten TV is show? lost. Which went off the air. What's interesting, when there's not really a, a healthcare category per se, but you can drill into the top 10 list for United States for health, for science and health. Um, so what's there is, is interesting. I mean, it's mostly organizations. So we've got Walgreens at number one. Um, WebMD was at number two. CVS at number three. Speaking of CVS, man, they're like everywhere around here now. Like every corner that's got a Walgreens in the Twin Cities, there's a CVS on the opposing on the opposite corner. Mm-hmm. Rite Aid, GNC, Mayo Clinic, Doctor Oz. That's what people are searching for for healthcare in 2010. At least the the top ten highest rising. I skipped a few. 2011, you mean? 2011. Sorry. All right, one more for you guys. I want you guys don't look at it. So if if you're there, go away from it. I'm looking at the Google Maps fastest rising which is kind of unfair but think what do you think is the give me some ideas of what you think people are searching for and these are these are very specific some are specific some are generic so some are like a type of place and some are like a branded name nude beach no no next jackie we'll see if we'll see we'll give you each three chances to pick one see who wins places huh yep they're but they're, they're not they're not um they're not geographic. It's not like Des Moines, North Korea. It, no, I just said it's not geographic. <laughs> did you hear him in Buckingham Palace? You just didn't... I'm, I'm sorry, I did not hear that. But that's not on there. So but no, wait, wait, wait. This is what people are trying to search in a Google map, right? Well, I would look up Buckingham Palace. <laughs> okay, I would look that's up Nude Beach. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you guys are you got another chance? I'll give you one, and then I'll give you an example. Okay, well, I'll give you two. So a generic one that's on the list is veterinarian. A specific one that's on the list is U-Haul. Oh, those are boring. Now that you say that, that's pretty much how I use Google Maps, especially like on my phone. I'll type in like, you know. Drugstore? Yeah, like a a, a business or a type of business and, you know, let the pin fall to see where they are. Okay, be more specific. Applebee's. McDonald's. Not that specific. A type of restaurant? Fast food. Fast food No. Chain? Coffee. No. No, it's something restaurants. It's weird. I just want you to guess it. Mexican restaurants Quick is number seven. <laughs> Quick and easy restaurants. <laughs> so one is international airport, which I think is really odd. Why would you search for an international airport and not just airport? Because you are at a hotel and you're, and you're trying to see, get directions back to the airport. So you I type an international in, airport rather than trying to figure out what the stupid code is or type out the whole name of the airport. I've just done that before. My point is, why would you type in international? Because there's other airports. Like if I go to my GPS and I say, yeah. and I go to the categories to go to airport or to go to air travel, which I think is the category, it lists this stuff out. An international airport is mm-hmm. one of the options that's listed down like after some of the local airports that are closer to me. Yeah. I read this though as what people too. are typing into Google Maps as mm-hmm. help me find yeah. I, you really would type in international airport, not just airport? But every time you start typing something, I would probably it prop, type in like something pops oh, up. So yeah, it'll auto-correct you. All yeah. right, so weird quirk. Two is Ikea. Interesting. Three is Wells Fargo, which I think is interesting because it's not the biggest bank. Yeah, that is. Maybe they have great 
They might have a great... Well, or maybe they have bad outline they're... banking. People trying to figure out how the hell to get... So, I, I use them. So. so four is airport. So now my point is even more valid. International airport is more searched than airport. That's just odd. Well, I me. think Jackie's point is probably exactly right. Auto-correcting and, and, and filling things out for maybe. you. Or yeah. adding it, adding it so that, yeah. And these are guess. fastest rising too, not just overall. Five is casinos. Really? Yeah, nice, and, nice fall of the empire. <laughs> Six is veterinarian. <laughs> Seven is Mexican restaurants. Eight is U-Haul. Nine is laundromat. And 10 is Starbucks. Wow. And so, my guess is Starbucks isn't higher because this is fastest rising, not overall. That's fascinating though, to really look at the spectrum of like, like the socioeconomical spectrum yes. of yeah. that. Because that just goes, I mean, that shows that there's... A, Laundromat to International Airport. Right. To veterinarian. That's to, true. Yeah. No yeah. hospital, but there's veterinarian. Yeah. I, but I, I mean, if you, if you wanted to be stereotypical, Ikea is low end price-wise. Laundromat is, you know, usually people that can't afford to have a washer and dryer for whatever reason. <coughs> Starbucks is city. not. U-Haul is. Mm-hmm. Though, I don't know. I guess that's a good sign of the economy if U-Haul's on the rise, right? People are moving. The more so. people move, the unless they're moving out, moving with nowhere to go. <laughs> you're right. Hey, you're right. It could be the other way around. All right. Merry well, Christmas. <laughs> on that positive holiday note. Oh, ho, ho, get the hell out. All right. Well, we better wrap it up for this special holiday episode <clears throat> mm-hmm. of the arrogant healthcare marketing bastards. Yes. Wishing this you is- a happy 2000. Yes, 12. next time we talk to you, it'll be 2012. Mm-hmm. We're all still alive. We'll join you for another episode. That's right. Happy end of the world. I don't know when that's supposed to happen. I think it's like May or something. Oh, it's not right, right away? No. No. For what? The end of the world. Oh. It won't happen like immediately. At well, that's good, because I like New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, this is Chris Bevelo. Oh, Jackie Rattaco. <laughs> and Adam Meyer. Thanks for joining us. See you next year. 